On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. You guys get to get the smooth Australian back again for another episode. Aaron Hendra in the studio again. What's up? Zach, Matt. How's it going? Hello, hello. Matt act back there acting like he's working and doesn't want to talk at all ever anymore. That's right. I'm a busy man. He's, he's got to juggle all those cameras. Yeah. He is live switching as we do this. That, oh, that is a thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's, he, he's just making that I'm up. very well, talented. Yeah. I, I know he's got hot sports opinions. I'm, I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. And usually you, you hold it off for the rest of us, and we appreciate that, sure. I guess. Yeah. I couldn't. There's no way I could, like, do all the camera switching stuff and watching all of that and, and have any thoughts outside of that <laughs> at all because I, I would – my mind my mind is not very – I, I can't do all that. Right. right. On top of that, we're great storytellers. And it's yeah. hard to, to not pay attention to what we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm not, I'm not good at, at that at all. I'm just not. I'm, my, I can do, like, I, I get zoned in on something and, and I got to go at it. Like, I can't yeah. be in other areas. Well. My mind doesn't work that way. Yeah. I'm yeah. like a squirrel. I bounce from thing to thing, but I'm not going to do all of them at once. Multitask. Isn't, isn't, hasn't multitasking been def- debunked? It really has been, yeah, because yeah, be a yeah. lot of brain science and stuff says it's absolutely impossible, yeah. like, really you to You end be. up doing lots of things not very well. Yep, and it's actually, you know, people go, well, I multitask, where you just, you you can technically, on surface, look like that's doing, but you're not really mm. going to take any of it in and do any of it right. Like, it's, it's right. there's a lot of brain science around I'm that. a freak of nature, mm. then. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you I'm do everything well, it. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not all of us are that lucky, Matt. <laughs> Okay. Tell me about it. Did he, did he say I'm killing it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Making it happen. Well, our first story uh, for today's show. This one is just got to get us off on a good little. I, it's something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see. I thought this was, I, I honestly, when I saw it, I, I thought this has to be made up. Yes. This uh, has to be fake news. <laughs> from MSN. This bride canceled her wedding after guests refused to pay her $1,500 attendance fee. This is real. This, this, came, this came up on, on fa- in a Facebook rant. That's where this picked up steam. She, she made a big post about this. A Canadian woman, only known as Susan, attempted to circumvent all of her wedding costs by asking her friends and family to pay up to, pay up to attend her wedding. She was asking for upwards of $1,500 per guest to come to the wedding, and that would help pay for the cost of, of her dream wedding, which was estimated to be about... Sixty thousand dollars Canadian. That's forty six grand here uh, for her dream wedding, and she was appalled that people would not pay for this. She's she's got a whole because she sent the invites here. out with the fifteen hundred dollar tab on it. So to send back and say they're coming, they had to send the fifteen hundred. Oh sure, and nobody <laughs> nobody RSVP'd. She said she said only eight guests RSVP'd. Which by the way, who were wow. those eight people? Because they are the Suckers. greatest friends in yeah. the world. That had to be the grandma, grandpa. So, you know, to, I mean? even then. 
fun. Like, yeah. good lord. And she, she's got this profanity laced rant. She goes on. She says, I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life like normal. <laughs> then she posted all this on Facebook. Of course. You, you she think posted. She had lawnmower parents. <laughs> Man. Helicopter, lawnmower, you name it. All of them combined, I believe. Uh, she said, We just needed a little push. All we asked was for a little help oh. from our friends and family to make it happen. And she ranted on Facebook about how. How appalling that nobody would do this. Like, honest to God, the woman thought people were going to have sympathy for. I, man, I'm usually, I try to find the silver linings and things. I really do. But this one's rough. Like, this is, this is a bumpy story from start to finish. What that, are, go it, ahead. That's, like, that's the lawnmower parent raise. That's the, like, <laughs> it's I mind boggling. Mean, it's not like she asked everybody for $50, which, if you ask people fifty dollars to come to your wedding, I think is absurd still because it's your wedding. Like you're, you want people pay. It's not right. like you're. You're, the, inter, you're you know, the host of the party. It's like, yeah. If Aaron has a music show and, and there's a ticket process, that's an entertaining show that you're going to pay for. The wedding is is not the same. Yeah. yeah. But fifteen hundred per person. I yeah. like that she thought she'd get some. She clearly posted it on Facebook, yes. thinking she'd get some support. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. People were going to say, "Oh yeah, how terrible! Well, you had to cancel your wedding." She had to have the false sense of that because she actually asked for fifteen hundred a person. So she she was already. Yeah. You could tell she's already like not mm. logical. What a skewed perception of life. Yeah. And how <laughs> things <laughs> work. Yeah, that's so true. Well, that is I so mean, true. How could you be that wrong? Yes. That. I think, I think like, it's yeah. a, how do you have no self-awareness like that? Yeah, like, that, yeah. yeah, how can you be that wrong? Yeah. I think it's a good reminder that your wants are not my problem or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, Just because yeah. you want to have a, a nice wedding, uh, you know, too bad. Like, that's not, the world's not necessarily going to give it to you no matter how bad you want it. Mm. She's got this great line in here. Uh, when she, It says, realizing they wouldn't be able to afford their dream wedding, Susan's fiancé suggested tying the knot in Las Vegas. The bride quickly shut down the idea, asking, and I love this, am I supposed to get married in the heart of shady gamblers, alcoholics, and the get-rich-fast fallacy? <laughs> she's, she's talking about the get-rich-fast fallacy. What are you doing? You're trying to throw a $60,000 wedding in somebody else's dime. She never got married, and she's not engaged anymore, by the way. Yeah. It well, was he, the guy. Uh, I don't know how he got that far into Do- it but dodge that. that bullet man yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man <laughs> uh you know i <laughs> i i kind of thought of you know a lot of times people think they'll look at people successful and they see um the success they're at right but they they weren't there part of the beginning and and i always say look every single paved road of success started with a dirt road of potholes and somebody had a bucket five gallon bucket of some asphalt and a little shovel and they're filling one little hole in at a time until they got enough of it filled in to where actual you know kind of a, a, a concrete roller could actually get onto it to then actually start rolling it out and to where then the bigger machinery could come in for the paved road to get there you know like like and and i talk about it all the time in our industry because i'll talk to people and and, and when i'm talking to somebody coming in i go I know it's harder for them because they see me now and I'm like, I didn't have these suits when I started. I didn't have all of this stuff that I had now. And you know, it's like, you don't get here. This 12 years later, you know, it's, this wasn't yesterday. This didn't happen overnight. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people do is they forget that, you know, there's a long road of things. You don't just get to say, Oh, I want to have the Kardashian wedding. I deserve it. And, Pay $1,500 to come to my wedding. Like, that's just not real. 
I mean, you already got to, let's be clear, you already got to pony up to go to a wedding. You got to have an outfit, right? Yeah. Like, you got to get a gift. You got to travel, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, there's already <laughs> something to that. There's already a little bit of a financial obligation that people have you, to overcome. Sometimes people can. But, you know, uh, you know Aaron, yeah. you, what mm-hmm. you said is, is right. It's this, how do you, how do people have these skewed looks of life? You know, like, yeah. and how can somebody that has that really get a hold of it to realize and change it because we were the opposite on our wedding we did everything in our power to make sure people did not have to come out of pocket didn't it was as easy as possible it was we didn't do bridesmaids or grooms oh wow uh, we did a best man maid of honor we paid for both of their outfits because i didn't want i mean i was broke having to go to weddings and be in them before right. and having to pay for the stuff and remember i don't want anybody to go you know it's not that I'm judging the people I was in. They, you know, I just know like at this time I was better well off, and so I was like, I want to pay for it because I don't want anybody to be put out for my wedding. That's typical. typical How my mindset and hers can be so different is beyond me. Yeah. It's frightening how people can be so confident and so wrong at the same time. That's true. You know so what I mean? confident and so wrong. That is um, true. But again, it's, it's, I think it's, uh, a product of the world like the social media driven world that we live in i mean she obviously idolizes the kardashians and their reality reality life and wants and thinks she deserves that yeah you know what i mean um i don't know i don't know how it can be i don't think it can ever be undone because it's out there now you know what i mean and and there's this entitled vibe that's in the world um with a lot of kids growing up not all of them, you know, because there's great kids that, again, it's, it's, it's your upbringing. You know have, what I mean? But have, have, you ever had, have you ever had those moments and you look back and realize, man, I was very confident and wrong in that and look back on it now and realize that? Or what, what did you do to kind of gain, like, the self-awareness to, to you know, I, I think I always tell people if, if God told me I could create, I, I was going to be able to create a, my child, right, and I could pick one trait to give them. I would pick self-awareness would be the one trait I would give my kid mm. because I believe with self-awareness, you can do anything because if you are self-aware that you're in the wrong or if you're self-aware you're in the right, if you can be self-aware, you can develop those other traits that are real in, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Have, you know, but you, and you're a very self-aware guy as well. And so, but I, I don't know if I know how to teach somebody that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was, um, you know, the loudest person in the room, that was never me. Yeah. I was the opposite of that. I was you know pretty much I mean? the loudest person in the room. Yeah. I, <laughs> Go figure, right? <laughs> Nobody would guess that. Uh, yeah. So I just, uh, you know, for, for me, it always shocks me how people are so confident, so loud and obnoxious. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, well, now, now tell me, I mean, you can tell me if you disagree or not. I don't think confident and loud and obnoxious are the same thing. I think arrogance goes with that, but I think confidence is a good thing arrogance i think is over the line i mean it, would you disagree do you disagree it's misplaced it's false confidence i'm yeah. talking about okay, i'm false not talking about confidence based on real good stuff. qualities yeah. and good traits you know i'm just it's it is it's arrogance it's you know it's not a good thing if you're somebody that i wonder i wonder how we can help people that are arrogant understand they're arrogant i think they just need to fall down and be humbled yeah <laughs> go to the I construction mean? job and suck it up and do it yeah, yeah, and maybe a little bit later on down the track, they'll realize how stupid they were. Yep. You know, and feel a bit embarrassed and it, learn. It, it happened to me when I started my career. I at my first, um, my first uh, basic, you know, my first couple months was rough, but then for the next eight, nine, ten, twelve months was like a fierce rocket up of just money and stuff that I never thought I would ever make in my life. I was nineteen, um, 
and instead of being intelligent and and saving money aside i i blew every penny i had the sixty thousand dollar truck the the twenty thousand dollar atv the you name it i blew it i was the king of all of it i didn't i just blew all of that and then guess what uh everything went to hell in the handbasket in my business and i had to i had to get rid of everything i was i was the kid that was put up that did good and then i had to sell all that stuff moving back in a little bitty apartment one room little deal trying to get my feet back on on water and start all over drive an old beat up car again and humble myself to be willing to go through that again instead of just giving it up and that it was the best thing to happen because I, I i i believe i, I would have been arrogant i would have been an arrogant pompous person if it wasn't for that I really do. I, I think I've always been that person that could be on the line, but that experience humbled me that if I would have sat there and had a longer, I think God knew he needed to humble me. You know, I think he knew that at that point, if he continued giving me what I had, I wasn't going to handle it well. Mm. Luckily, he only let me have a small window of that and humbled me real fast. Yeah. And I learned that, you know, I was only 19. You know, I didn't know anything. I thought I did, but I didn't. But I, Look, you've you've got to be able to be humbled. You can't be an arrogant person. You can't be entitled with people that expect them to do it. You can't expect things to come your way and they, you know, it just happen. You've got to go create it, like you said on the last episode. Aaron was you got to go create those dreams to happen. You got to go make those things happen yourself. And sitting back and just thinking that you're expected and entitled to have those things will not put you in that. That mode. Arrogance is not a cool trait. Arrogance is not sexy. I don't care what anybody tells you. It's not. I've never known anybody goes, oh, I love arrogant people. You know, I mean, there's nobody that does. Yeah, I was just thinking, in some senses, in, in the pop world, it's it's rewarded. Like yeah. if, if you look at some of the music genres, yeah. I'm not going to single them out. Yeah. But you look at some of the music videos and, and the lyrics in some of those songs. Yeah. You know, that's some arrogant lyrics. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Is. I would never write that sort of stuff because yeah. I always come from a more kind of humble place or whatever. But but it is rewarded in some ways, and and maybe that's skewing you know like kids coming up, uh, you know, to, that a- arrogance is cool. Yeah. You know, I am the greatest. No one's greater than me. Arrogance you know isn't I mean? long lasting though. Yeah. It can have its flashes in the pan, but it doesn't long last. Confident, yeah. being confident and humble. That is long-lasting, no, tried totally and true, agree. and you'll have a, you'll attract the right people that care about you. That'll be there when you got to sell everything you got. They're still going to be there next to your side. Mm-hmm. Um, totally so, agree. on the way to the next one, all I'm going to say is all all I expect is two thousand dollars from everybody to send to the show <laughs> to Second Shot for yep. all of the glorious wisdom we give back. Only two grand. That's it. No big deal. <laughs> it's a and I expect it deposited <laughs> into a check. <laughs> Send it to secondshotcast at gmail.com. No big deal. And and, and I'll, I'll I'll talk about you on the show, maybe. We don't, Heath, we get we have we got good fans, man. Don't tell people that. Somebody <laughs> somebody might actually go for that. Look, somebody might uh, Yeah. Yeah, so I'll expect that on the second segment of Second Shot coming back up. <laughs> He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success. 
It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success written by none other than myself. Thank you. Love you. And go pick it up today. Stop. Go now. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. You know, Zach and Matt, I should have told y'all, I should have invited y'all out like a couple Saturdays ago. We went out four seasons where Aaron was playing, and I, I should have told you guys to come because that was fun, man. That was like Aaron was playing out at four seasons in, in oh, Las yeah? Colinas. And yeah, thanks for coming out, The man. weather was perfect, man. It was an outdoor deal. Yeah. It was like just enough breeze to cool it off and just big group of good people hanging out, yeah. you know, listening hey. listening to some odd music, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that guy, he's all right. <laughs> he's not so bad, I guess. Yeah, yeah you should. Throw us I should have told time, I, Yeah, next, time, next yeah. time I will. Yeah. I'll come out to that. Yeah. Well, speaking of next time, second segment, uh, next Boom. article. What a, what a wow. segue. Man, wow. practiced. You I've know, been doing I want, this for you, years. But here's the thing is if, if we do the good segues, we always, like, mention it, and it's like it doesn't make it as smooth. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not as good. It's like we shouldn't mention it, so it, like, it right. looks cool. Yeah. It but it doesn't like, when we all go, oh, wow, we did something good. What a segue. <laughs> we yeah. nailed it. Well, $1,500, please. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, $2,000. We're, 2000. we're, we're worth more than her wedding. It's the key to a humble segue. <laughs> this comes from an email from a listener, and I want to get to that. It's from Jeff Rula. Yeah, you want to go and read his email too with it? I'm just saying, should I read yeah. the article then the email? Kind of, uh, whatever, whichever let's, way you think. Let's do that. Uh, Jeff wrote this in. He sent us this article. He's got opinions. Uh, I want to read the article, then his opinion, then let's talk. Yeah. yeah. Jeff won a hat. So he did, yeah, last week. Uh, yep. So Tarboro Child punished for calling teacher ma'am. Teresa Wilson said she noticed something was wrong Tuesday when her 10-year-old son, Tim... Tamarian, uh, Tamarian, I think, got off the school bus from Northeast Carolina Preparatory School. Car- Nor- Northeast Carolina. Uh, asked, I asked him what happened. He said he got in trouble for saying, yes, ma'am. He says his teacher told him to write the word on the sheet because he kept referring to her as ma'am, despite her instruction not to. He, uh, She gave him a sheet, said you got to write ma'am front and back all over. You remember, right on the chalkboard, oh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, I had to do stuff like that. Uh, as part of his punishment, T- Tamarian had to have the paper signed by a parent. Wilson and Bryant, the parents, uh, said their children were taught to refer to elders as ma'am and sir, and that Tamarian was not intending to be disrespectful. Now, this article doesn't say exactly why the teacher had a problem with it. If I had to guess, it was probably something simple like, uh, you know, I'd rather you call me Mrs. or instead of ma'am or what have you. And maybe she just said, Kate, well, no, there, I, don't, there, I don't know. There's yeah. a, there's, there's a group of people that really don't like ma'am and sir and find it. I did. I didn't know that. So yeah. I'm interested to dig into that. But Jeff's opinions, he said, st- he said he stumbled across this. He said, I realize this is just one instance and you may be able to chalk it up to a teacher having a bad day, but there are people out there that don't want to be called ma'am or sir. Yeah. Like he said, in and out of the workplace, I, Jeff, use ma'am and sir daily in casual conversation. Yeah, yes, are acceptable. But if someone addresses me personally for response, I feel a more respectful reply is better. I use these nouns for people older and younger than me and for senior leaders and subordinates. I try to pay the same level of respect to everyone. To date, I've never been asked not to use these terms for anybody. We want society to be more polite and respectful. We want the younger generations to carry a torch and do the same. Is being respectful somehow becoming disrespectful? In the meantime, I'm going to stay on the path and continue to teach my boys to use ma'am and sir when addressing their elders. Have a great week, Jeff. Um, so there's a lot there. Yeah. Yeah, we got Jeff's opinion. What do you think of the article first? Let's start there. I uh, I mean, I was raised ma'am and sir. Yeah. And, and, and like, 
if I ever, my mom asked a question and I said, yeah, my dad gave that death stare that any dad gives and the kid knows you're like, it's like, yeah, what? You <laughs> Say it one more time. I dare you. Say that one more time. The again. backhand that you're going to get is not going to be pretty. You know, so you, I learned quick as a kid. Mm-hmm. There was no way I ever responded to anybody without yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. I mean, that that's as ingrained in me as, as it is, and I don't care if they're younger than me older than me now even as an adult i still say ma'am and sir i mean that's i was raised that that was respectful um what about you well we didn't say ma'am in australia there's no ma'am but to me it's like political correctness gone too far way too far yeah you know what i mean <laughs> on, like, on the like opposite way yeah, almost. On, even in the opposite way yeah like, and I'm, I'm not a fan of that yeah you know, to me it's stupid it's, if the intention is clear that, that it's respect it's respectful and then that's shunned that's stupid well because it goes well, it, was there something similar in Australia besides ma'am and sir that may have been something you were taught like is, is respect that maybe like coming over here we wouldn't know <laughs> what Australia it is Australia is a, a very uh, disrespectful okay so <laughs> yeah um like nah. opening the door, closing the door for people oh, type yeah. thing was I that mean, kind of manners, thing there's manners but you know misses maybe misses yeah. okay misses uh yeah, I don't know. Ma'am, sir, and all that's a bigger Southern culture. Yeah. Yeah. I, and until I got in, in out of where I'm from and, and was, I was like in Florida and all that, it was the first time that I was ever told by somebody, don't call me ma'am or sir. Really? I, and, and I was, and here, it wasn't, they weren't as angry about it. It's just that I was a 23-year-old kid and this person worked for me and was much older. And so when I would call her ma'am, I, I think she, like, it she didn't want to be made to feel older. Yes. It she was, wanted to feel young. Yes. It was yeah. more of a, because I was, and I think I've gotten that a lot because of being so young and yeah. I, I always refer to people as that. I don't care if they work for me or not. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't think you're below me because you work for me. You know, I don't look at it that way. I'm, I'm, yeah. that's what I do. And so that was the first time I was ever told that. Um, but I also have enough respect to respect her wishes. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like I, I had enough respect to respect her wishes. And I told her, I said, look, I will try, um, but understand it's a habit of 23 years in me that it's still probably going to come out. But I, because I, I respect her wishes. I mean, I, look, she was a, a later in life trying to make a second start at a career and, you know, 23 year old and I'm calling her ma'am. I think it just, I think it hurt her no, confidence. I, I can, more. I can relate to that. And that's yeah. second shot. Yeah. Looking at a different way. Yeah. You know, I don't like being called sir. Yeah. Because I'm in the music business, like rock and roll, and so it's like eternal youth and all that sort of stuff. I don't like when people call me sir because it does make me feel old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, I can kind of get that. That's thing. Um, whether I agree with. I with, wouldn't be offended by it. Yes. But I'd be like, don't call me sir, call me man or yeah. brother. I mean, we call each other brother or whatever, and that's. And, feels and, more. and if a, a sir still slipped out at you, you're not getting mad about it and making me punish. Right. You know, that that's the difference where I think in the story. Because, like, that lady who, who had asked me that one time, I mean, I respected her wishes because I, I did understand that she was already lost confidence of trying to make a second start later in her life. And, and, and if that triggered that, I want I didn't want I didn't want that to happen to her, you know? Right, but that, that's a unique situation. This is this is a ten year old talking to a teacher. You're supposed to respect your teachers. Like exactly. ma'am and sir is coming from a ten year old. That's that's coming from the a place context of respect. Is correct. Yeah, it's correct. And like maybe I mean I, I'm but that's off a, a piece that, of paper. That's got to be I, a teacher though with an agenda because I, I just I can't imagine being a teacher and a ten year old saying ma'am or sir and, and them really going getting so offended and mad. You know what I mean? That 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 teacher obviously had. 
has an axe to grind with something. Agenda is the right word. Yeah, yeah, I think think there is. It has to be. Well, again, I'm reading off a piece of paper. We're hearing one side of the story. These these could be lawnmower parents for all I know. This could be a total farce. Like, maybe there's more to this story. But it's just odd that like a culture seems to have adopted these terms to be polite to yes. be respectful it's very and there clear there, there is no like synonym of that yeah. being a disrespectful thing i mean i don't know you know what i mean like there's nobody i don't know anybody that, that has another take on mammon sir that is disrespectful right and if, not. You, if you want to be a little bit more casual and you want to say hey please like the woman did with you hey please don't call me that that's fine but then you got to be ready for the fallout with that, which is, okay, that's cool. I've been saying that for 23 years. Give me a minute. Like, it's going to take me a while to reset my brain and yeah. not say that anymore, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah, and, like, that's that's the best approach. The idea of getting really, really pretty steamed about it, I yeah. guess, enough to make a kid write it on a sheet a billion times. Like, it's just uh, odd. So, Heath, I'm curious, um, because this, this also comes down to a parenting issue where when the kid came back and said, hey, my teacher got on to me for this, I had to write this out, I, I have to get it signed – um she raised a stink about it mm-hmm. um and i'm wondering if 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 there's also if there's another way to react to that which is to say look i understand i want you to be respectful but if your teacher is asking you to please not call them a certain thing um you should do what they say is that is there a parent is there a teaching moment in there that that goes that's uh, a little bit uh, more nuanced than just going to the to the principal and saying i, I can't believe what this teacher did I I want to make this very clear. I I, I believe that Mammon Sir is a very is is respectful, and, yeah. and to this day I say Mammon yeah. Sir, and I always will. I don't care if they're older, or younger than me. That is that is what I was taught was respect, and and that's um, I, I respect other people's opinions though, and I respect other people's you know kind of wishes in the work world. Now, sure. if this happened, I would um, I, I never want to set an example to my kid that I do anything emotional and off the handle and go throw fits. I don't think throwing fits in general is good. I would absolutely request to sit down with that teacher to just find out if I would if there was something more to that story like did was there yeah. something else done or what's the you know what what's the teacher's deal was something else said done I don't know um yeah. and 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 let the teacher know that ma'am and sir is what I teach my kid cuz I in my in my child will say ma'am and sir I mean Brighton will it will be ingrained yeah. in her to be ma'am and sir cuz that's 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 I think it is respectful to adults as a kid to to say ma'am and sir. I mm-hmm. I I um I remember as a kid that when I would hear adults tell my mom and dad that your boys are very polite and all that like a sense of pride built up in me. Mm-hmm. I I'll never forget those feelings of when when they were told that you know your boys are so respectful and all that. You know like I, I and I took pride in that even as a kid. Like I liked that. And so I would I would definitely I would request sit down with teacher to find out more of it because obviously there's something there and I would try to find something to work out. Um, and if the teacher was adamant against it, this would be a teaching moment of teaching my child that um, in this type of a setting and that thing that if this teacher doesn't want that, you want to respect them. Whether or not I agree with it or not, I want to teach my kid how to be respectful back as well. And if that is what that teacher doesn't see that way, that that child is a child and that's the teacher they need to respect elders and all that and whether or not i agree with it or not would i want my kid in that teacher's class next year no you know i mean but i'm not going to do that in front of my kid right and i think that was the case here the parents requested that that the the child be moved and they were and then that's the end of it i guess it's just odd that it's odd to me i I, it's i mean it would be much more odd to me if i wouldn't have the situations like that lady asking and and me that was the first time i really realized the other side that 
that that lady was going through confidence issues on the second 20 you know like i got it like and i was like okay i didn't sure. i've never gotten that before you know but ma'am and sir is what i say yeah. i think respect is is I, th- I think the only time i've ever gotten that was when i met my uh girlfriend's uh stepmom i said hi miss muir and she said oh god pl- call me leslie that's totally different though yes. yeah that's very much like okay no we're closer than ma'am that's a different thing mm-hmm. never once have i gotten somebody to be, excuse me please step off don't be don't like call i'm offended me. yeah like yeah. Wh- what but i don't well, know and that's the thing is even the lady who told me that she wasn't offended by it she was just like oh please don't do yeah. that you make me f-. you know what i mean it's right. not like she yeah. was appalled it was a different reason yes yeah. she uh, wasn't appalled she wasn't offended we get offended over way too much these days right um we, we get a, way too offended over all kinds of stuff in today's world we're way too sensitive mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh big yeah. time political right. correctness gone too far again if, yeah. if if this is a case of a teacher saying hey you're not listening to my instructions i asked you not to say that you keep doing it I get that, but there's probably a better teaching moment to build around than yeah. like a word that arguably isn't a big problem. Yeah, you know. So uh, I don't know. Uh, and yeah, it, it's there's there's a lot of ways to go with it, and, and it can be done. I, I think I I believe that overall, in general, you can never be too respectful. Mm-hmm. And I think respectfulness is extremely sexy. You know, <laughs> I do. I, I, yeah, right. sure. I mean, mm. I've never that person's way too respectful. <laughs> I just can't. You know. Like and I hope my kid will know respect, yeah. and, and 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 will understand respectfulness, and 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 know the time to stand up, the time to not, the time to be respectful. Um, and I and and she's, you know, how my kid's gonna know that? Because mm. she's gonna watch how I treat her mama. My mm. my my Brighton is gonna make dang. I'm gonna make dang sure she ain't never gonna have no two bit, laid out lazy guy. This disrespectful because she'll never put up with it because all she's going to see is the way I treat her mother. She's never never going to want that guy when from I, the when, other side when, of the tracks. No. <laughs> <laughs> to quote John Mayer, fathers be good to your daughters. Absolutely. Oh, and that's yeah. a perfect way late to the third segment of Second Shot. Coming back up in a minute. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code second shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. So in case everybody's listening, I want to shame everybody. Go leave a rating. Go leave a review. I have to ask you all the time. You listen. And I just, we need the reviews. It lifts it up to what other people do. If you find this useful and helpful, which we get the feedback that it is, then ratings and reviews do nothing but move it up. Yeah. And to make it where more people can find it and get the benefit out of it that you feel like you do. Um, Second Shot is our Facebook group. Aaron, you need to go join it. Um, you know, it's Second Shooters community um, where people can, you know, ask for things i mean it's been a really great group like it's a lot of good inspiration being shared yeah it's really cool and a good community because the people who listen to this podcast aaron you know 
you it's like-minded people that are wanting to be better that are positive they're inspired that, that are wanting something more mm-hmm. and so to be a part of that kind of community there it, it's been super cool so far to watch awesome. when people post something and how everybody kind of comes to oh encouraging and it's just mm-hmm. it's a it's been really i wish i would have listened you know this is you know you know this i wish i listened to my wife earlier mm-hmm. you know i guarantee you, you've got a couple of those too because she told me a long time ago to do it and I didn't forever because I was being a stubborn man. Yeah. Um, and I finally gave in, and it is. I, I love it. I'm absolutely it's loving really hearing people's stories and, and, and stuff like that. It's really great. And so the second shot group, and then secondshotcast at gmail.com. And if you were one of the five a couple episodes back and you got your hats, post a picture, tag us in it, show it to your friends, share the episode so other people can see it. Um, and so, Aaron, typically on, on third segment, this one we take um, – listeners emails or or any kind of rating stuff people do and kind of give shout outs to some of them and kind of talk about their emails they got questions and things uh you know the last one we wanted you do every time we have a new guest well we want them on the first one to share their story so this one we'll kind of go through some of them um and zach i'll, I'll let you start off with some of the emails we got we got a bunch so let's okay. be clear we, we're sitting on six of these things so we're going to kind of rapid fire these because we don't have that much time left so let me get right into them uh these are some of the hat winners i want to read their name and what they said uh jeff rouleau who also provided the last article we just talked about in a previous segment this was his hat email and he said i love zach and that was it also sent from my iphone in the content thing like didn't even bother to get rid of that so thanks jeff i love me too second <laughs> brenda walker a fan of the show friend of the show said hope i am one of the five i want a hat well, she's got one on her way yep so that's pretty neat next we had uh, jennifer richards said hey guys love listening to you guys every week i'm very thankful for the extra leadership from you heath along my colonial life career i'd love to hear some ideas on keeping up with managing a great positive social presence Ooh, social media i'm just getting into the instagram world and as and it as well as keeping up with Facebook. You and Jenny are so positive out there. Thank you for all you do. Have a blessed weekend, Jennifer. I got one more. Any advice on social media? You know what I think might be good for this? Look up Tiffany Hendra. <laughs> <laughs> she just released this thing called Rock the Camera. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, it's amazing. It's yeah, an yeah. online seminar just helping people in... You know, it's every everyone needs to build the skills of being on camera. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, it's especially that's what today's she's talking world. about, right? Yeah. You know? Well, and she's talking about building a social media presence in general mm-hmm. too. I think as right. well. I think it's coupled with that as well. Exactly. Um, and you tell me, I, I have a feeling you tell me what you think. My when I tell people what the social media stuff is, you don't build a social media presence because people tell you to build a social media presence. You build a social media presence because you have a cause, you have a feeling, you have a why that in return you go, I need to build this outlet to get that out. Right. If you try to force a square peg into a round hole and doing something because people say all it, you're going to do is post your boring crap, uh, <laughs> regimen stuff yeah. that nobody's ever going to, you know, you've got to have a why and a passion that drives you to social media, not exactly. the other way around you know there's a lot of people these days um and tiffany talks about we'll talk about this she talks about a lot on her camera stuff is like look you don't do something that's not genuine right like you don't you don't um you know if you want to build your training business okay don't do videos about movies that you watch Right. You do it about training that you're passionate about, that you're whatever, and you're always going to find the people that you need to find that you need to attract. Mm. Would you agree? Totally, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You have to know your why. Yeah. It has to be a purpose. It has to be something that solves a problem in people's life. Otherwise, why are they going to be interested in it? Yep. You know what I mean? It, yeah, so. And Jennifer, so in, in the in the clone world, let's just say, you know, like my passion is, is careers, and, and I love giving mm-hmm. people the opportunity of careers of good, honest leadership to get that career. So I post a lot about people's careers and all those things because that's what I want to attract is for people that are looking for that to go to it. So whatever, maybe Jennifer, yours is helping people 
with our insurance products, with the cancer and, and, and critical illness and life insurance, and you have the stories when, when it, those checks have came to people in their hard times, post about them, post about related stuff with that. Whatever that why is, mm-hmm. then figure out the outlet to go with it. So mm. know your why first, yeah. and, and the social media give you the outlets for those stories. Don't do mm. something that you're not already involved in and passionate about. Yeah, and be authentic. Just be, be authentic. You. That's what then Otherwise, people, oh yeah. people are turn, turned off. You'll never build it not being authentic. Next up, uh, Preston Richards. I think it's also written us before. Thanks, Preston. My name is Preston Richards, and, and I was listening to your podcast. You'd ask what the next one should cover. Well, as of right now, I'm a senior at Crowley High School, turning 17 on August 30th, so just turned 17, I guess. Congrats. We got, we got a lot of like teenage don't kids and stuff, boys and girls that yeah. listen, which is really cool. Awesome. Nickel's yeah. worth of free advice, Preston. Don't do anything dumb. Just not. I mean, a, a few dumb things, right? But yeah, nothing yeah. like big dumb. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I plan to major in computer science, but specialize in mobile web development. UT Dallas is the college I'm currently applying for after my SAT this October. Here for advice on how I can reach my goal on being a freelance web developer, whether it be mobile optimization or data set for server programming. I can get there. I'm willing. I just don't know what yet to start with. Should I move in the revolution of mobile compute technology or head in another direction for IT maintenance? He's at a crossroads. He knows he wants to do something. He doesn't know which way to go. And I guess uh, I have a little bit of advice as far as like I, I think because web and IT is something I kind of used to do, but I'm yeah. curious to see what you what you think first as far as pursuing a career. Well, what is you yours? Don't know. Uh, well, I did IT specialist stuff, yeah. but I got friends who are in web, and, and immediately if I if I had to go with one or the other, both are great. Get into computers, great in 2018. It's yeah. good business. Everybody's on computers. Uh, I, I hate to say you might want to go for like mobile compute technology, but like man, mo- mobile web developers are huge right now. At least in Dallas, there's a lot of jobs. Yeah, I say get involved in blockchain. There I you think go. Blockchain is going to change the world. Yeah. Bitcoin. I got friends in blockchain. Crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blockchain. Yeah. They're big on it. What, yeah. do, what do you What do you think? Here's the. It's all kind of the IT world, and and this is a uh, this would be Zach. You help me out here. This is the college ignorance. Okay. No, 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 no. Go ahead. But my understanding is. For two years in college is really the basics uh-huh. before you pick what area you're going to go to. Is that right? For the most part. For yeah. the most part. Yeah, okay. unless you're going to a so special he, school. So yeah. does he kind of got two years to... A little bit. Probably. School-wise with that? <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Because they're both in the IT world, so I would assume if there's some special classes, IT in general will help both of those majors or yeah, something, right? and at the very least, you're going to have to knock out, like, computer science one unless you yeah. test it out of it. So uh, yeah, no matter what, your freshman year, I'd say, easy. You, so, could, you could pivot. You okay. could do that whole year going one way and go, you know what, I want to go this way instead. So you got options. So here's what I would do if I'm him. Yeah. Doing that part of college, right, that mm-hmm. you're going to. And then um, it's the two different field. What are the two different industries? Uh, IT maintenance, which is going to be IT support, or mm-hmm. mobile compute technology, which I assume is like mobile development, wherever making, making apps for yeah, phones. And stuff. Wherever you're going to college or, or at, you look for a company that does each of those industries close to that school, okay? You go write you up a resume. It, your 17 may not have much at all. Just have something down to have contact info. You go walk into both of those places and say, hey, can I work here for 10, 15 hours a week for free? Ooh. Can I come in there for 10, 15 hours a week for free, help you all with everything you can to where I can just gain a little bit of knowledge about what you do? I will work for free 15 hours a week, whatever, if I can just kind of be around and, and I'll do all your paperwork, all your unnecessary stuff, if I can just be around so I can grasp some knowledge and do it. I would do 10, 15 hours of work uh, if it takes it for being for free. In both, I'd find two companies in those deals. So for the next year, if I did that, you're going to know uh, next year which you really like the most. Because I truly believe until you get in it and do it, you're not really going to know which one you're going to love the most. So if it was me, good advice. I would find a place 
somebody's going to let you work for free. Mm-hmm. The first place may not, but what, there will be somebody somewhere that will let you come in and do busy work for free and get to be around and see how that actual operates. And my opinion, that's how you'll know the best way of which route to go. Right. There's plenty of reasons to, to not do that that you can make up. Like, well, labor laws. And what if I get injured? The company will have to pay for me. They won't let me work for free. I have to, I have to get college credit. It's a law. Like, somewhere somebody will do it. Yeah, and you'll learn. Yeah, because you're like not you said, getting creating. paid anything. You have no contract, nothing. So you're not liable for anything. You're just like a person there on the deal. So right. somebody will let you hang in. And it may just be being out in the front, but you're going to catch a glimpse of and hear stuff that's going to be better than not doing it. Right. So you got, you got to create your own opportunity. And look, if you do a really good job for free, sooner or later they're going to pay you. Sooner or later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and look, you're in a spot. This is built. This is what we talk about. Yeah. This is building your deal. You're not entitled to get anything. This is where you got to put your grunt work in. This is where you got to pave your road. Yeah. That's what I would do. If it was me, that's what I would do. Thanks for writing in, Preston. Yep. Uh, keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. Yep. Next up. All right, next up, Jamie Wolf, a friend of the show. Hi, Second Shotcast. My name is Jamie Wolf. I absolutely love the podcast. Give me a lot of different perspectives on how to think about situations I find myself in. I've been a listener, a listener since episode three when Chad went live and I saw it on Facebook. I've never reached out to a group uh, like you all, but finally felt inclined to do so after getting so much positive feedback in the Facebook group. Thank you, Jamie. I'm glad you're liking the, the Facebook group. That's awesome. Yeah. I would like to know how I can get my hands on some Second Shot gear. Uh, I'm sure I'm not one of the five, but possibly order a hat. Thank you for helping me challenge myself to be better every day. Sincerely, Jamie Wolf. Jamie, thanks for the uh, opportunity for a shameless plug for Second Shot. <laughs> yes. And thanks for writing in. We appreciate that you want some. I'll figure out a way, Jamie. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. Yes. We'll keep you posted. How about that? Yeah. Next up is uh, Ken, ha- Ken Hansen. He has, his title is Rolling the Dice. Good morning, guys. I used to listen to the podcast every Friday on my drive home from work. Used to. Yep. I recently changed my habit in order to start my week with positivity and Ooh. listen Monday mornings instead. Nice. Now you throw out a, fir- a first five challenge, question mark, because they oh, came up. Oh, right, uh, right, 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 right. Yeah. That's okay. I still want to try to get my hat to help support the show, so I'm rolling the dice and emailing in three days later. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you both just because you went for it. <laughs> You know, you know what we talked about what episode back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to just throw it out there. You, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you never know if you're going to get it if you don't go for it, right? That's right. So yeah. just because you two went for it, I'm, I'm gonna get you a hat. Now, everybody else listening, I don't, if I get ten more going for it, well, you already passed the going for it right. part. Okay. You, you missed the lesson, but for for these but Ken folks, and Jamie, you're gonna get it because. You went for it. Yeah, you acknowledged that, like, I'm probably not gonna, but you know what? I'm gonna write it anyway, and we'll see how it goes. And it worked out, guys. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're gonna get it and go for it, and, and uh, you know, one thing, too, that I wanna, I wanna, second shot group, second shot cast at gmail.com, send it all our way. And, and one thing, too, like, Aaron, one of Aaron's current songs, I, that song has gotta be a hit. It's, it, you know what I'm talking about, because it's, it, it's my favorite, yeah. it's hands down, it's thanks, man. Y- y'all got to go on a list. Look up Aaron Hendra, the yeah, live song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's the name of this? How do find it? It's called Alive. Okay. If you Google my name, Aaron Hendra and Alive. Is it right. on the new album? There's a video. Yeah, it's on yeah. It's on my one and only album. The album's called October Song. The song's called Alive. And October a video. Song. Go download it. Yeah. Go download the album. Yeah, video clip on YouTube. Alive. The, uh, the Alive Song? Yeah. He wrote it for his wife. Aw. And, like, I just met Aaron, I think, like a week or two before we were getting married maybe it was real close to us getting married mm-hmm. because if i'd have known him earlier 
I'd have, that would have been our, our first dance song. Oh, like, I love really? I, I'm being dead serious. I'm not Thank really, you. I'm not trying to feel, I'm being honest. Uh, that I, is, I gotta check this song It's out. really one of my all-time favorite. I'm, but I'm a, I'm a mushy guy. Like, I'm a, I'm sure. a, I'm, you know, as we call it, titty baby, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I, I ain't, I ain't scared of it. I, I, I'll cry at the drop of a hat, especially sure. now. Um, and I like, you know, I, I like that stuff. Yeah. And I don't care. In tune with your emotions. The Alive song you. is phenomenal. Well, it really, really you. is. While you're talking about being mushy, I want to let people know they should email us, Second Shotcast. He's playing a tough game. If you email us with like a headline and good stuff, you'll probably, probably get a shirt or something. It's fine. It's fine. We'll work it out. It's fine. It's great. See, look at Zach. Always just throwing me out there like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I mean, I'm, I'm not the one who called you. What was that? Yeah. What was that term? Mush, I'm, a t- I'm a titty baby. Titty baby. That's <laughs> I, right. I didn't know people didn't know what a titty baby was. No, that's news to that, me. I'm def- well familiar with that term. Yeah, yeah. that that's must be a really redneck thing. That's, that's, yeah, it's that it East Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Come up. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach, where can they find you? You can find me on our Facebook groups, facebook.com slash group slash second shot, I think is the official URL. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at AppleZachintosh. Throw me a follow, and I will follow you as well, I guess. Aaron? Yeah. AaronHendra.com and AaronHendra Facebook, and YouTube. And the, the album? Instagram. It's called October Song on iTunes. And get it on iTunes? Yeah. Yep. Go look it up. Go download his album, and the Alive song is, is my one of my favorite. I mean, it's really, it's really in one of my top favorite songs of all time. Thank you. Oh, no, no kidding. Thank you so much. Um, Ed Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire. I love you as always, and thank you, and see you next time.